This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Oh, great. Swatting. We were starting to get calls about uh, lots of police activity around Seaholm High School this morning. And uh, got a hold of uh, the school district, found that the school was indeed on lockdown. And that was, that was a frightening time, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It didn't last long, thank goodness. We had just gotten on the air that uh, the school was on lockdown, and moments later got a call from the district that it was all over, that it was a hoax. Thank goodness it was a hoax, but... What prompts people to do this kind of stuff? It's just, hey, I guess that just to get a rise out of people or to, and sometimes these um, these, these swatting um, episodes have been tragic. People have lost their lives in some of these, but um, yeah, glad that that was, and this what happened to school districts all around Western Washington apparently. They're just hoaxes, but uh, golly, it just uh, I, it makes you wonder what, uh, and, and makes you shake your head that uh, people have the time and the energy to pursue these kinds of things and uh, and cause people this kind of anxiety and distress. And uh, to what end? What 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 good does it do anyone? But uh, glad to have you with us here on our Open Lines, Open Topic Program, and it's uh, wide open today, 360-676-5464. And uh, we've got our, our call screener, our producer, Jason, in, in place. He's here for just a half, half hour because he's heading off, as so many people are, for the holidays. Uh, but he'll be uh, here for the first half hour screening your calls, and we want to hear from you, 360-676-5464, whatever's on your mind. And lots to discuss today. We were talking about uh, wild horses yesterday. Um, one of our callers, uh, one of our regular callers, Rich in Ferndale, was uh, talking about in a 60 Minutes uh, piece that was uh, on apparently a, 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 a correctional facility in, uh, I think he said Wyoming, where they're, um, they're training horses, taking wild horses and training them, breaking them, turning them into horses that can be adopted. And uh, what a positive thing. And so it prompted me to do a little looking and searching around on uh, wild horses and how they're dealt with. The Bureau of Land Management uh, charged with um, with taking care of these herds. And there are, uh, they are overpopulated in, in many areas. And they do cause problems to, with, uh, with, uh, on public lands or just, uh, you know, in on the countryside, they overgraze. They cause damage uh, to stream beds and uh, you know ca- causing erosion and t- all sorts of you know environmental damage if they if they are overpopulated. Uh, as I understand it, a, a specific population is is desired, and because these uh, herds have roamed for hundreds of years, they're not native to our country, but uh, they have become a part of the of the ecosystem. And if they're managed properly, they're fine. But uh, the Bureau of Land Management says that it does not sell horses that it may round up to cull herds. It doesn't sell them to companies that would slaughter them. And as, as I, what I've been able to find out is there are no, um, no slaughterhouses here, uh, horse slaughter facilities here in the United States. There are some, however, in Canada, Europe, and other places, Asia, I believe. Um, but the Bureau of Land Management says it doesn't sell or provide these animals to anyone who would then turn around and sell them to a uh, to be slaughtered for for meat for food. Uh, but what is the the control there? Not sure. But uh, some interesting facts about that. And uh, when you think about something, uh, well, but. Uh, let's go right to the phones, 360-676-5464. As always, we want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. And Jackie in Anacortes gets us started. Hi, Jackie. Hello there. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that at last 
um, the people that have been, um, you know, talking about Hunter Biden and his dad being, uh, you know, the laptop, it was all a hoax. And, you know, Fox News was just promoting lies. And it's come to light now. Now, all of a sudden, the uh, media, oh, they discovered it was all true. And I just, I think you and I talked a long time ago, and I, I don't know what the subject was. It might have been about Hunter Biden, and you said, well, I hadn't heard that or something. And I uh-huh. said, well, Joe, uh, you're just not listening to the right news people. Okay. And <laughs> so anyway, I just, well, I'm what, not trying to be crass about no, it. But that's okay, Jackie. I, I'm wondering what, uh, when you say it's all true, what are you saying has been shown about to be true? the laptop. The FBI covered it up. They said that it was Russian misinformation at the time. And when I was listening to Fox News, they proved, they talked, they had people. And, in fact, they had Biden, Hunter Biden's business partner on. His name is Tony Bobulinski, I think, or something like that. And he told the truth at the time. And the FBI or whoever, they covered it up. And because they wanted Biden to become president. And uh, now... uh, 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 Well, what I understand about this laptop is that it it has been, I guess, if we're talking about the same laptop that it or Mm -hmm. there are multiple laptops that has been shown to have once belonged to Hunter Biden. And there's some there are some emails, some some, uh, you know, some things on there. I have not heard that there are damning or incriminating items on that laptop. I mean, the fact that it's a laptop that Hunter Biden once owned, I guess that, sure, okay, that might be a fact, but is as far as what is actually mm-hmm. contained there, and is there evidence of criminality? And Hunter Biden is under investigation, I think, by the, uh, the Justice Department or the uh, IRS for possible mm-hmm. tax violations, that sort of thing. I don't mm-hmm. know that we'll uh, get any further into that as far as some sort of uh, conspiracy that he was uh, that he was involved in. I don't know, but to, that this was some uh, anyway. That's what that's what I understand at this point, and I, I haven't seen any uh, any reports that uh, this has been proven to continue <laughs> all this well, criminality. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not listening again. to the wrong, wrong news, <laughs> wrong news sources. <laughs> or not enough news sources. Get both sides of the story and and see the true facts and people that are testifying under oath. You know, okay. they're not going to lie. Uh, anyway, okay. uh, I just it just makes me happy that finally the bias of the press, who's been on Biden's side through this whole election thing and how they hated Trump. They hated Melania. You never saw them say one good word about Melania. Uh, Never put her on the cover of any of the magazines like they did, uh, uh, you know, other presidents' wives. She was shunned. Okay. And it showed the bias, you okay. know, you just can't deny that. But anyway, right, I just Jackie. wanted to uh, get that right. out there and thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you calling. And, uh-huh. and call Bye-bye. again. We'll we'll continue to follow this story. We'll see it when the, well, the Republicans are going to investigate it. And we'll, we'll just hear about do it. me a favor yeah. and watch Fox News once, you know? <laughs> okay. uh, well, I won't promise, but I'll try. I <laughs> know. Okay, Joe, thank you. Thanks, Jackie. Bye-bye. Good, bye. Good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, so I won't promise if I maybe if I'm flipping through and I come across it, I'll sit there for a little bit and just and check it out a little bit more. Every once in a while I do, but I don't make a habit of it. The Fox News, that is. But uh, thanks, Jackie. Let's go to uh, Randy in Bellingham. Hi, Randy. Hey, Joe. I'm going to talk about the subject that always seems to get me in trouble, which is inflation. All right. And first off, I'd like to say that, yes, 
I'm aware of, and I know that all the money that was the trillions of dollars that they sent out during COVID that a lot, most, a lot of people didn't need, and even when they got the money, there was nothing available for them to buy. And then when COVID was over, then they all spent the money at once. I'm aware that the big government handout, yes, contributed to higher prices caused by supply and demand. But there's also many things. I guess when I'm saying about inflation, this is not normal inflation. This is inflation that's called by supply chain problems and high oil prices. The other thing people don't realize is that China is still in lockdown, so they aren't producing the goods at the rate they used to do. That's number one. The other thing is the shipping costs from China to the U.S. are 12 times what it used to be. Uh, used to be to ship a container here was $1,300. Now it's uh, uh, $16,000. Mm. Uh, <laughs> on a global scale, that's across the Pacific. Yeah. Uh, from uh, 1300 to 16000 uh, the ship uh, globally on other routes, a, a global FBX container is eight times higher than what it used to be. It used to be 1300 now it's $9,500 to ship. And add to that, the shipping capacity is really low for various reasons, labor, fuel costs, and so on and so forth. This is a big contributor, not what I would call inflation, let's just call it <clears throat> higher prices, Supply and demand are costing more to ship the products to us because we produce everything in China. Mississippi River is low. Because the river is low, even if we're able to ship our products down to Mississippi this year, they have to use two or three barges because they got to keep the draft up high because the river is so low. So mm-hmm. they used to ship one barge. Now they got to use two or three because they can't put as much in them. Ship ship soybeans. It used to be before the the drought, eighty cents. Now it's two dollars and ninety cents, and it just goes down the line for corn and 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 all the stuff is that they fertilize and the stuff they feed the cattle, so on and so forth. As I mentioned before, the other big contributor, oil prices, which caused the inflation of the seventies, which. You know, we really can't. I guess what I want to say is these are all things that we can't control, that the government can't control. Yeah, they shouldn't have given away the money during COVID. You know, I yeah, I know that. I said that at the time. But these other things, you can't tell China what to do. You can't lower the cost of the shipping. Uh, you know, I think it's mostly just supply and demand. It's like Nally's Chili was out for a month. Nobody had Nally's Chili for months. When it came back, it used to be a dollar, dollar twenty-five a can. It wow. was two fifty-three dollars a can, right? Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't any Nally's chili, and uh, everybody wanted it. Well, yeah, and, and I uh, think you, you make the excellent point that there are a lot of factors into this, and it, not saying that maybe a political move here or there couldn't uh, affect it at all, but to say that it can all be blamed on this one one event or this one action i think is uh pretty ludicrous that uh, there are a lot of factors involved in here i guess i would like to know from the listeners i can't see any way that raising interest rates are going to affect any of these things none of it i think the interest rate raising is just a money grab of the wealthy you know uh, they have cash. When the housing market crashes, they'll just go out and pay cash for everything, and they get higher interest on the money. Well, the, and, I understand, uh, yeah, that the only thing that I understand about it is that it uh, raising interest rates is, is one the one thing the Fed has really to slow the economy, that it, it, it costs more for everyone, businesses and everyone, to borrow money to keep to fuel their economic the, activity. And so then it slows down that economic activity. It just works as a bit of a break. And uh, in a, and I, I guess, guess the idea normal, is then you slow down that, that, that demand. In a normal inflation scenario, I would might agree with that, but this is not normal because the interest rates aren't going to affect it at all. Uh, you know, yeah. it's not going to make okay. any difference if that they raise the interest rates. You know, yeah, that's all they can do. But, uh, you know, the other thing is, I don't know, I went shopping today. Yeah, some things are higher, but Costco turkeys were 99 cents a pound, fresh turkey. Um, I went to Fred Meyer's. Uh, 
They had uh, Pacific Cod for four ninety nine a pound. They had, uh, you know, I looked at the various things. It was all, you know, some things like the Marie Calendar pies I buy for Thanksgiving. They were a dollar more on sale. But, you know, the key to this whole food thing, and I've told people this before, I wish I could give everybody shopping lessons. <laughs> you know, right. you, you got to shop the sales, and you yeah. can't just shop at one store. If you're stuck in Ferndale like Rich, poor Rich and John, you're, you're pretty screwed because you just have Hagen's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, but the key to it is is to go to, like, three different stores and, and shop the sales. All right, Randy. Thanks for your call. I appreciate that. And I've got to take a quick break. Uh, we got uh, John and Rich in Ferndale on the line. We'll also hear from Bruce, and we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. Back in a moment, 360-676-5464. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Heating emergencies happen when your house is freezing. You need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. Ready to make your change, make a positive change in our community? Become a Lydia Place housing hero. Much like dropping your change into a piggy bank, your monthly donation to Lydia Place will provide much-needed support to families experiencing homelessness in Whatcom County by providing housing, education, and mental health counseling on their path to stability. And with the Lydia Place monthly giving programs, it's easier than ever for you to make an impact. Choose to donate $5 or more each month or register your credit card online to join their Roundup program, which rounds every transaction up to the next dollar, donating the difference to Lydia Place's programs. No matter how you give, your monthly donation will provide emergency support to families in our community, and Lydia Place families will rest easier knowing your monthly contribution is something they can count on. Make your change add up and become a housing hero online at lydiaplace.org slash donate. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday afternoon. And let's go to uh, John in Ferndale. Have some thoughts on Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, but first I have some thoughts about you, Mr. TN. I think you're the hardest working man in Whatcom County, and I second. I don't know about the, that. <laughs> uh, I second the. Well, you you will be if you if you get an extra hour if you start the show at uh, three p.m. There you go. <laughs> get get rid of Dennis Prager. I'm so tired of him. Um, but the thing about Hunter Biden's laptop is, folks, <laughs> go ahead and investigate away because the Senate. The, the Senate uh, Intelligence Committee already looked at it. It, it, it. I mean, it was 2015 that this was first brought up. Nothing was done during the entire Trump presidency with his attorney general. Number one, it's not a laptop. It's a hard drive. They don't have the laptop. They have the hard drive. Okay. The, the, the the guy who, uh, McIsenson, the guy that, that ran the uh, uh, the uh, the computer shop, right? He's had three different stories about this laptop. Plus, uh, remember Dr. Keith Abelow? If you don't watch Fox News, you may not, but he's a renowned body language expert, Joe. And he came, he came into, into possession of Hunter Biden's laptop, supposedly, and then he got busted for all of his sexual nefarious stuff. He's been off the scene for a while, and he's been all quiet. What happened to that laptop? The thing is, Hunter Biden's phone was hacked when he was in in uh, Ukraine, and the the company that he that he worked for, Burisma, was also hacked. Uh, CBS is also jumping on this bandwagon. I just love seeing people get egg on their face. CBS had had a person that supposedly said, yes, this this uh, 
information from this, this hard drive did come from the laptop, completely ignoring the fact that that model laptop, uh, that model Apple that we're, that we're talking about only had a 256-gig hard drive. There's over 425 gigs of information out there, hmm. right? Um, the, the confirming thing that the guy did on CBS, uh, CBS News, to, to confirm that this was Hunter Biden's laptop was the phone call that Joe Biden that everyone's heard where he says, you know, you got to get your stuff together. I'll, I love you, pal. You know, being a good father who has phone calls come to their laptop, Joe, that hmm. came from his phone. And it was assembled by Russia. This is a disinformation campaign. And the thing is, you couldn't pin it on a sweeter guy. Hunter Biden is a screw-up. He went through a lot of stuff, had drug problems, paid the price. And, I mean, maybe they'll get him on, like, a tax charge. And there's also maybe, like, a weapon charge because when he filled out the form for his weapon, he, you know, failed to say something. I forget what it was, the drugs that he was on, right? But the thing is... This Tony Bobulinski, he's a crook. He's, he brought this deal to Hunter, and Hunter said, no way, I'm not touching it. I'm not, I'm not involving my father, all, the, all that other stuff. All right, but, well, we'll, we'll, um, we'll, 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 we'll hear about this for the next couple of years while Republicans I, control the House. Real quick, go ahead. Can I add, add one more thing? All right. Um, everyone's mad at Kyrie Irving, right? And, you know, for good reasons, because he's repeating these anti-Semitic stuff, and so is Kanye West. But you look at that documentary that was on Amazon. Amazon, you know, they, they have videos, and Amazon, uh, you know, it, it actually produces things. Why was this anti-Semitic documentary, why Why was it on Amazon at all? Oh, was that what why, it was? Why were they hosting it, you know? Oh, okay. Good I mean, question. they're spreading it more than anyone else. Fair question, I would say. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks. All right, John, thanks. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. What's on your mind today? Oh, I was going to talk about the fish farm, but Randy had such a good call, it kind of forces the pivot. Okay. You know, with inflation and cost of everything. Uh, the the shipping is very expensive. International containers are, like you said, three times the cost. If we didn't rely on so much international business, these pressures wouldn't be honest. If we made more things here, like his example of Turkey, and fish that was cheap, that's made here. So it goes in a truck. It doesn't go on a boat halfway around the world. doesn't take six months. It's, it's here. So our shipping costs are mainly from international trade. And the bottleneck effect that we had a couple of years ago where they couldn't unload the ports because people bought so much stuff and the longshoremen were too busy and the COVID rules, they were working at half speed. And we're just very vulnerable with this world economy. And it's a mistake. We should do more ourselves. We should make our own computer chips. We should make all our own goods. But what about you trade, um, what you about, trade what you can't get? But well, what about uh, producers here? Whether they're farmers, whether they're um, you know manufacturers who can sell their goods and overseas, and do we just well, you can still is it a, is it a one way street no. out of America? And no, but you make. It's very smart for all of us, even in our own businesses, our own lives, to do much more things yourself. It's cheaper. You don't depend on anybody. When something happens, you're responsible for it. You don't have to wait on somebody. If you have excess, yes, you sell it. But we should incentivize. The government has the power to do this, to incentivize made here. You could say for the next five years, zero permit costs, zero environmental studies for new plants that produce computer chips or new manufacturing of just about anything. You know, we buy so much from China who pollutes to high heaven, and yet we can't build a factory here because it takes 10 years to do an environmental study. And it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, well, but why do we to, worship you have to remember the bugs in the too, ground? Well, you know, even computer chips, I mean, they're a global commodity. They're, they're, you know, they don't produce them in, just in Taiwan and just sell them. In, Everybody can make their they own. They sell them all over the you world. Could have a, you I, could have a standard of construction yeah. that's done everywhere worldwide. It can meet international SAE, this or that. When you see a product, it has a standard label on it, like ISO 9001 or SAE, whatever. It's a world standard. And if you meet that, and chip will be interchangeable from different plants around the world. Wow. It's called resilience. When we make okay. only one product in one place in the world, it's 
very stupid. But then a company that say a company, hamstrung. but then a company. So a company has to build if it wants to say it, you know, because not every country is going to have a chip manufacturing company that's homegrown. So then you got a company that's going to instead of having you know a couple of or several large factories around the world, they're going to have they're going to have hundreds the of these small factories. All over Not the planet and having to man- maintain those. I don't know. I mean, just, just. The, I, I guess I, I get I what you're saying, Rich, but I don't. I don't see it being that practical. But very I, practical. Ukraine right. and Russia could blow each other up, and it wouldn't matter to us, Joe, because we don't do business over there. But because we do so much business around the world, we have to be the world protector of everything. Because if Ukraine goes, then we can't get some certain part that's only made there, and we don't want to build a factory here to build it. You know, right. well, the way it well. was 80 years ago is how it should be today, except with more technology. Okay. Well, we'll see. I, I, I don't know if that's practical. The horse is out of the barn. I mean, talking about horses again. But thanks, Rich. I got to take a quick break and uh, call me tomorrow about the salmon fish farms. That's another interesting topic. And we'll take, uh, we got Bruce and we got Keith on the line and we'll get right to them in, uh, back in two minutes here on KGMI Connect. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com together. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey Griffin team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin during the Subaru Share the Love event to learn more about special ordering a Subaru locally from Dewey Griffin to build your own Subaru and support a dealership that supports our community. From the Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek. A Subaru from Dewey will get you and your family where you need to go, safely. Need service? Check out Dewey's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-driven and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in the county. During the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday, and Bruce has been holding on. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to address also uh, what Randy and uh, and Rich were touching on about the inflation. And, uh, you know, as far as Randy goes, that's what, Inflation is is a lack of of supply, be it be it supply chain issues or a natural disaster like hurricanes or or earthquakes or anything like that can can lead to inflation. Uh, and uh, as far as the interest rates go, uh, you watch and see the uh, the the Fed keeps increasing the interest rates, and it's going to do something to the inflation, all right. The only bad part is that it may lead to uh, a deep recession, and that's what they want to avoid. That's why they're taking uh, small baby steps, uh, bites out of the uh, the interest rate uh, rises, because they do it too much, and uh, it'll shock the economy so much into uh, uh, a re- recession, and that hurts everybody definitely. Mm-hmm. And as far as the oil goes, you know, I read an article today about the U.S. envoy saying that the price of U.S. Uh, oil 
was still too high. It should be down to about 70. Well, uh, the the uh, supply and demand of oil is the same as anything else. Uh, if there's a large supply of it, the price goes down. And uh, if, if Biden would have increased the uh, lease holdings uh, for drilling, we would have had more, more oil available and the price would have dropped. Instead, he opted to, to stop the, the lease offerings and go beg uh, Saudi Arabia to increase their production. It, 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 you know, Biden and his and his advisors. I I don't think they they know a thing about what they're doing. Okay, although you you know you you, yeah, you grant leases, and that doesn't mean automatically oil starts flowing from those properties. It takes years of development, and uh, so there's no quick way to turn on the spigot. I guess when we're talking about oil, but uh, and which okay, but. All right, Bruce. Appreciate your thoughts. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to Keith uh, over on Sandy Point Heights. And Keith's got some ideas on inflation. Hi, Keith. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Good, good. I like the idea about you going to two hours. I think the people will fill the air, your airways for two hours. Okay. No problem. Um, it's a great show. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, thank you. Um, my thoughts are, uh, first of all, I think um, day one, when you shut down the, the oil reserves and the oil production, that was the biggest mistake we could have made. I think that is the uh, the trunk of the tree that uh, raised diesel prices, trucking, railroads, everything. The price goes up. A banana costs ten cents here. Time it gets to you, it's thirty five cents. I just think that that was a big mistake. Number two, something I don't hear much about: inflation. Okay, uh, I. My lady and I were both retired. I get full Social Security, uh, union operator for 35 years. Um, I have a retirement. Um, so Social Security is going to go up 8.5%, whatever, after the first year. That takes care of itself. I'm good with that. My union retirement gets no COLA, uh, cost of living allowance. So whatever I made the last several years uh, will decrease by... 8.5%. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? And then year after that, year after that, year after that, eventually that's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Third of all, my lady worked in the court system for Bellingham for 41 years, worked for judges and courts and everything. She has uh, in one account uh, a couple hundred thousand bucks. Now it's worth 161000 after the last year and a half. She's freaking out. She's a Christian lady. She's freaking out. I keep telling her, hang on, it'll come back. I've got one small account, 32000 It's now worth 24000 This is a national chain. These guys are good investors, one of the biggest in the country. Um, a lot of people don't talk about that. They say, well, your your family's going to pay an extra 7200 bucks a year with inflation. Well, hey, what about the investment money? Mine, mine's gone down. 8000 bucks. Hers has gone down 40000 bucks. What about that for inflation? That's not good. That is not a good thing. And um, I think uh, my answer is I don't know what. Yeah. But Ron, Ron DeSantis for president, get him in there. If he can turn a hurricane back into a, a good living thing, at least for temporarily, in a matter of just a couple weeks, that's my guy. That's okay. all I got to say about that. All right, Keith, appreciate your call. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is. I, 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 you know, even the fo- the whole four hundred one k thing. And I, I, and not of that. Um, and I know that some some ha- have earned pensions that are currently working in this. Um, I guess this this generation of workers, but um, I don't have anything like that or uh, a. a, a re- you know, it's four hundred one k, I guess, and then and social security for many of us, and um, I, I just don't see where it's going. I mean, I keep getting the reports, and it seems that um, that's treading water at best. But um, 
We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. Uh, and I guess a little uh, <laughs> kind of eye-opening thing, too, about uh, you know being on a fixed income. It's not really fixed when uh, the price of everything goes up then your income actually is is going down. It's not fixed. But uh, we'll, we'll be back in just a moment. We want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, 360-676-5464 here on KGMI Connects. Hello, folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour. And let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new Blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. This is Kathy Buckley, owner of Bellingham Athletic Club. Our staff here at BAC works hard to provide a welcoming and motivating club atmosphere. We offer a variety of classes, 30 per week, from yoga to high intensity to Zumba and aqua aerobics, all included with your gold to platinum membership. Classes are a fun way to make your exercise minutes fly by. Come see us today. You'll be glad you did. Bellingham Athletic Club, where healthy isn't just a goal, it's a way of life. Located at 4191 Meridian Street and find them online at BellinghamAthleticClub.com. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Dewey Griffin Subaru, Ferndale Downtown Association, Lydia Place, UA Local 26, and Lorraine's Window Coverings. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Every day, KGMI brings you the latest news and information, and we also give you a chance to express your opinion on a major news story of the day. Go to KGMI.com anytime and take part in our daily news poll to see what others are thinking and add your voice. We'll have an update during the KGMI afternoon news, and we'll give you a final tally and a new question each day during the KGMI morning news. Be part of the conversation with the KGMI daily news poll, another informative and free feature from KGMI. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday, and we go right back to the phones, and uh, we got to get a uh, theme song for our friend the Rambler up there in Custer. i got a couple in mind, probably do too. You know- <laughs> I got I got to say it dude uh maybe you might not be the hardest working person in Bellingham for okay. one thing I think Adam does a lot of stuff that people don't hear That's right and so uh-huh. do some of the other and but I'll tell you the truth Again, working without a call screener and doing it flawlessly, I had no idea up till when I called. Just saying. All right. And uh, <laughs> what, what do you say? Uh, I agree with Jackie and and, you know, and everybody. To uh, even John today, very intelligent points from a lot of different people on different. You know, I, I try and be well read and call. And yeah, I thought it was rather telling today because I do listen on the. Uh, wide web and everything okay. you break it different times and it is uh, election time it was so cool i felt like i was being saved because i would hear one political ad and then i'd hear 
sponsored by the other party, and it's like, oh, thank God. I only got it. it wasn't true, but I felt like I get, was getting half as much of it. But, but today, you know, there was a switchover, and, you know, I don't want it cast to it, but, but it did come in and made me laugh like crazy when I heard BS News. Uh, when it switched across, and that's all, you know, I mean, I, I go with that, too. You know, I know you roll your eyes when you hear, oh, well, I won't listen to that guy. But then, you know, a lot of the ones you listen to, it's like, well, dude, they've been lying to you for a long time. Nah. <laughs> but you know what? Okay. Why? So do all of them. That's how you tell if a politician's lying. You can see his lips moving. Oh, okay. If All it's right. not yet, you know, I mean, give me a break. You know, give him another three years in power. He will forget where he came from. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I got to completely agree okay, with that. I'm but... a cynic. Big deal. <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. Well, that's, that's true. But again, you know, people, you, got, you know, he's working darn hard. You know, do give him a call. I will have to say, if they go two extra hours we an extra hour with you i sure wouldn't mind but i wouldn't want prager canceled just move him forward a little and i will admit okay. the first hour is all is its general take on the news and what happened today. the second hour is the meat and potatoes that's where there's the happiness hour the ultimate issues hour the wow. male female hour. there's variety there again okay. you know that's why i like lots of calls on this show and again what kudos i would have hung up on some people you are like the nicest man in billingham let's go with that one <laughs> okay i'll go with that thanks rambler and i'll get that theme music going for you appreciate it and uh, i don't have a call screener right now uh, jason had to get going he's got some plans i guess for the holiday so he had to Head on out, and uh, so I'm on my own right now. But uh, give you know, let it ring. Call in three six zero six seven six five four six four. Let it ring, because I'll be without a call screener tomorrow too. So just uh, getting you ready for that. But uh, caller, you're live on the air. What's your name? It's Bob. Hey Bob. Yeah. How hey, you good? Been? Good, good. Good. What's what's on your mind? Hey, I just wanted to throw something out there. Okay. Regarding uh, the COVID nineteen vaccine. Okay. So. If you had to guess, do you think there are more people that uh, are more skeptical of the vaccine now or more people that are absolutely more willing to get the vaccine at this point? If I had to guess, um, I don't know. I think... I th- I would guess that they're the, the majority are probably kind of complacent about it. Complacent as as far as just, as just not whatever, not just not, like not seeing it as a as being a, a big priority maybe. Well, I okay. So, but my my the question you understand where I'm getting at, right? Well, there's. So there's have, people so have are, people grown to to be uh, afraid of it? I guess is what you're asking. That's kind of where I'm going. Do you think there's more people that are like, oh, I was skeptical at first of the vaccine. Now I'm. Now I'm definitely getting it because I've been changed. Or are there more people that are like, "Ooh, I was, but now I'm not gonna." You see where I'm going with that? Uh, I guess so, but uh, I, so, I have a feeling you, that you're gonna that you that you're gonna uh, surprise me. No, no, that's just I'm just throwing that out there. It's just oh, okay. just simple insight of to what this vaccine, the whole everything around it, as far as right now is happening. Well, I would guess that most people who, which I, I think we have to admit, it was the majority of people decided they wanted to get the vaccine. I suspect yeah. most of those yeah. folks are still willing to get the vaccine if if they feel that it's necessary. I, like I said, I think the biggest issue is probably just complacency. People are well, yeah. we're the, they they're feeling the pandemic is behind them. Why do I have to go um, get another vaccine? That sort of thing, um, and we're not seeing yeah. the death, the you know the the, the number of deaths yeah. from the illness and hospitalizations. Yeah. So I guess. But uh, you see what I'm saying, though. So if, if if this vaccine was so good and so great, don't you think that more people would be like, "Oh yeah, we're definitely you know I'm going to get this now because I've been convinced that it's great," as opposed to people that are like, "Oh, there's no way I'm going to get this," knowing what we know now. Well, I what I don't think I don't think we can judge the effectiveness on the vaccine on how people perceive it. I think it has to be judged on how effective it is and what 
health professionals say is that that's a that's a big reason why we're not seeing the hospitalizations the death rates that we were seeing a year or two ago Uh-oh. is because of the vaccine haven't well it well it is i, I that's what they're if, that's what they're saying i'm not a, i'm not a, i'm not a health professional but i tend to believe them yeah, yeah. I, I guess where i'm going with this is if this thing was so great i think that more there would be more people that were convinced of it and you'd have a much bigger uptick in people getting the and as opposed to the lack of people getting it. You see what I mean? Well, I I think it's it's a it's a I would I see what you're saying. I guess I'm saying I disagree because I think people tend to it's it's a state of mind. We were in yeah. this I you know we were in this pandemic mode and and you know, emergency, you know, feeling of emergency. We, I, we've got to do something to get out of this. And now it's gotten to the point where people aren't feeling that urgency and, and sensing that, you know, if I don't get it, I'm going to be in big trouble or I'm going to go, I I have to go visit my, my extended family, including some of my elders. And, you know, for Christmas, I I need to get that shot. Now we're not feeling that urgency. We all know it was a lie. They pushed a lie that said, Save your grandma, get the shot, and we all know now that wasn't true. Okay, Bob. Good to hear from you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, Let's see. I don't have a call screener, so I'm just going to pick you up and throw you live on the air. What's your name, caller? Oh, hi. It's Michelle. Oh, hi, Michelle. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hi. Are you ready? I am. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm not used to (laughs) so used to a screener. I just wanted to respond to the uh, recent caller. they were saying that it would be um, that, you know, very. they didn't know how many people would get it and all this stuff. And I think you were asking the question. The last, As of late last week, the latest statistic I saw on the national population, I believe it was the adult population, uh, might have been all of them. But anyway, it was 12% had received the fifth dose, you know, the Omicron dose, uh-huh. the so-called bivalent vaccine. Right. Uh, because it applies to both the original strains and the Omicron strain. I believe that what's happened is there's been so many social media, you know, both good, bad, everything else. You know, there's been all manner of speculation. The biggest problem came when uh, most of the people involved in the vaccine did admit that it doesn't prevent people from catching it or spreading it. It mainly uh, prevents uh, most people from serious outcomes like hospitalization or death. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason to get it. It's the reason I've gotten all five, Um, you know, and um, I think it's better to try to avoid a serious outcome. And, you know, uh, just because you can get it and spread it, I mean, the whole idea, the main thing we want to do is prevent serious outcomes. And uh, I, almost everybody I know in Whatcom County has had COVID or had serious symptoms. I'm the only person that I know that has been out and about ever since the pandemic started that apparently has never had anything, although one never knows for sure. Right. But no symptoms, no nothing. And that's partly because of my incredible history. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, well, your, I mean, I your history from, is probably pretty incredible. I'm, I'm willing to guess. Well, it's incredible <laughs> in the it's incredible in the sense that I never missed a day of work in my adult life so far. Uh-huh. I'll keep well, my fingers crossed. That's I'm in my pretty 70s. incredible. Yeah. I hope, yeah, I hope you're well, saving up your sick days. <laughs> my nick, oh, we don't get them, but my, my nickname was always Supergirl. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm just calling because you know, I just realized that uh, um, this is this has just been, um, you know, something that I don't know if we'll ever. Uh, the latest doctors I've talked to say COVID will never go away, mm-hmm. and they all agree that'll have to be a yearly shot like the flu. And in most cases, we might get them both at the same time, like I did in September. Um, both shots, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I think I that makes my, sense. I got the, yeah. I got and, the bivalent in September. I got the regular flu shot. I've never missed a regular flu shot since they started giving them. I never missed any shots for any reason at any time because of my family being military medical. And, uh-huh. you know, it's just one of those things, Joe, where I just happen to have this incredible, I guess, good fortune 
incredible family, incredible uh, people. My brother's the Dr. Fauci of Alaska, except he hates to be on TV. And, you know, treats COVID patients, internal medicine, 40 years, et cetera. And I'm just saying that, you know, people, it's gotten to the point where it's basically every man and woman for himself or herself. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think, what can yeah, I say? yeah, I, I think you're what do you right. Think? I, I have to agree with you. I think that, um, this, I've gotten the shots and boy, I, when I stop to think about it, not everybody I know, but a lot of the people that I know have gotten COVID at one time or another. Both my kids have had it. Um, uh, my mom got it and she just turned, mm-hmm. she just turned 90 this, this fall. She got it last oh, summer and, and she's had all the shots and everything. And to, for her, it was, um, not much more than kind of a bad cold and, uh, <laughs> she bounced back from it. And, um, I, I, so I'm a believer in the, in the vaccines and the same thing with the flu shot. I'm, I haven't gotten mine yet well, this year too. and I'm, I'm feeling uh, kind of anxious. I feel I'm, you know, especially all the reports we're hearing. I think it just makes sense to do what if you can I'm to protect enough yourself. To live, if I'm lucky enough to live to a hundred, I will get more than two dozen more shots. <laughs> Yeah. That's what's going to have to be. Right. There's no way around it. All right. All right. Well, you've Thanks, been an Joe. early advocate for getting the shot. Thanks, Michelle. Good to hear from you. And uh, I, I, I get it. I guess if you if you want it, if you don't, it'll take your chances. And, and hopefully, um, you know, the herd immunity will pay off for you in one way, shape or form. Let's see. We got about a minute or so. Caller, you're live on the air. What's your name? Hello, that's you. Oh, I'm not getting you. I think we got a bad connection there. And uh, so I, I don't have a call screener today. So I'm, uh, well, this part of this program, uh, Jason had to take off a little early to go do a holiday uh, related thing. Caller, are you there? No, I don't have them. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow, our regular time. And uh, we'll look forward to talking with you. Lots of uh, issues popped up today, and we can continue talking about those, or I'm sure more will occur and come to mind as, as well as we get further along here into this holiday week. And uh, thanks for taking part today. Always an interesting conversation, and really appreciate the compliments for the, of the program, and uh, hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. <laughs>